fun. It's a little, I'm a little, I'm still feeling it a little bit, the pig COVID, but um, it's mostly, I feel like it's mostly out of my system. I don't really know if that's of any concern to me, so long as I can't <laughs> actually catch it. I mean, the, you no. know, it doesn't travel through the airwaves. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not electronically, it is imagine, not, of course. Imagine a world where that happened. <laughs> now that's a film. I mean, computer viruses, but... But to humans. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, the science fiction of it all. Right. I I mean, I feel like we this would be a good script for the for the Fanny revival, you know, that we can try and get going. Or just for my own, you know, in case I want to kind of like dip into that world and Yeah. You know, be- yeah, like both of us, yeah. Yeah, you know, just like if I kind of am feeling like I want to um pay homage to the women of science fiction by being a you know, the sole female um maybe writer, producer of this kind of script and actress as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you're behind the camera and I can be like in, in front of the camera. Yeah, I just kind of feel as though, I mean, my name being attached to it might actually be like a really big deal. Yeah, as a director and then like, or, you know, it'd be great for you as like the voice of the ship computer, you know, that's like oxygen levels low. That's not part you know? of the, That's not in this. So, oh, all right. Yeah, well, then I guess, well, then that's okay. If there's not a spot for you in front of the camera, we can just. No, there will just... be because, like, I will be you know, typing away, tip, tap, tippity, tap. And then, yeah, exactly. oh my God, you know, something like this happens. Maybe I have a Zoom call. You know, I'm just spitballing, really. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. you know, that person is, you know, sick, disgusting, like yourself at the moment. And then I just sort of get hit with the virus through the screen maybe it goes in through mm-hmm. through my and my headphones or something like that wow yeah and then like you have to get norton but for your body like norton oh, Nante. edward norton can be in edward norton he yes move. that's he's, a big name he's so hot right now a glass onion yes 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 very very art in that movie yeah oh, what a what a time to be alive. i know we talked about it last week and about how um Kate Hudson was sort of loosely based on you, but um, well, uh, how are how are you? How's your how's the new year and everything treating you? Honestly, the new year is kind of bollocks already. Oh, really? Yes, because I I was on um the Great British Bake Off. Oh, celebrity edition. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, the is it one of the Christmas? Yes, ones? they decided not to air my particular portions oh. of the episode. <laughs> they cut you out. So they made it look like there were only three people there? Yeah, I think Paul Hollywood uh, was jealous of me and my innovations. Okay, all right. He didn't want me to, because I, I okay, okay, it's Christmas time. And, you know, everyone's everyone's worried about eat, eating, you know, healthy. Oh, I don't want to eat carbs. I don't want to eat carbs. Right. So I right. thought, okay, well, cake is carbs, right? Why don't Makes I it. make jello molds? Oh, yeah. And you guys love that stuff over there, right? All over the world, they love Jello. <laughs> you know, I, so I I made many multiple molds, many multiple uh-huh. molds, uh-huh. all kinds of things were suspended in Jello: um, olives, shrimp, yam. <laughs> so these were savory Jello molds. Yeah, but of course I added sugar on top. Okay, yes. all right. I mean, I even suspended you... um, I even suspended a, a cake ball because I thought, oh, oh, okay, you want cake so much. Well, here you go. Suspended a cake in a strawberry jello mold. Didn't like it. One that you one that you made or you got it from a Starbucks or something? Oh, I stole it from a Dutch woman um who was staying in the hotel with me. It was it's called Ollie Bolin or some something of the sort, and it's a fried Dutch 
ball and she you know she was speaking at me in in her language I didn't understand it and then she said I do speak English and I said I'd rather not so I just took it from her and she's screaming at me you know and I was like I can't understand you and she's like now I am speaking English though so I just sort of took it and uh ran with it it's and that's innovation that's what music producers do that all the time yeah all you need is a story and it sounds like you had one uh so that sounds like that was your Maybe your signature bank. Who were the other celebrities, by the way? The other ones on this show? Yeah. Oh, on the one, yeah. God. It was a Motley crew of... Because yeah, we don't get it until next year. Oh, it's people that nobody wants to know about. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that okay. right now. It was people that no one's interested in at all. Okay? At, okay. at all. I am looking... I'm actually Googling this right now, and I see Florence Tony Blair Pugh. was one of them. <laughs> right. Florence Pugh. Tony Blair. Tony Blair. Um... You know, they had they had the Ukrainian president come in and I was like, don't you have a war? And he's like, yeah, Zelensky. but I love being on TV. So do you see him at the Golden Globes? Yes, of course. He got it's an invite. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. You weren't there again, right? No. Again, that's not really how we say that. But <laughs> I, I was not in attendance this year. Yeah. Again, I know that you're always sort of trying to get in and. You know, always trying to sort of get nominated for. I know that you do a lot of stuff. Like you'll do, um, you'll like direct a live TV special just so you can get be in contendant. Yes, I, 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 um, I actually did direct a Lifetime original film, not a Christmas film, as I was hoping for. I did pitch it originally as a Christmas film, but they said this is way too dark. People don't want to be stabbed in the eye at Christmas, and I said, well, this happens. Yeah. So wait, so I'm just going back for a second. So the, mm. the jello molds was enough for them to cut you out of the well, whole episode or did something I'm... happen later in the technical or the showstopper? No, apparently I got um, angry on set, aggressive, Paul Hollywood said. Uh, that sounds like you. He, well, no, it doesn't actually. Because I was like, what are you talking about? This is reality TV, you know, I'm used to the, you know, the housewives are slapping each other or something like that. But, you know, he was criticizing me for not ever taking any kind of note. For de- He said I was deliberately, um, you know, going against the very notion of a baked good. And so I took one of those, you know, disgusting fried dough balls that I was suspending in Jello, And I said, oh, you want, you want, you want this? You want this baked good? And I threw it at his jaw. And apparently they're wow. actually very hard. So that did hurt. Yeah. That did uh, knock a tooth loose. So that's an edible. His jaw is almost hard to miss. It's so large and square. But I mean, I wasn't aiming for it. You know, yeah. I, I don't. And did but Dame Prue was okay, right? Oh, of course, yes. She was. She was okay. unharmed. Um, she was on her phone a lot. <laughs> I haven't heard that she does that. Yeah, she wasn't even really a part of this uh, argument. You know, it was really just uh, me and Mister Hollywood. And I, you know, I gotta say. I'm not impressed with him. Really? Not impressed. Not impressed. <laughs> Did you ever? And you, you said that to him, like at at the rap party, right? Like while. Well, I wasn't invited because... to the rap party, but <laughs> I did tell him that as I was escorted off set on day three of filming. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, um, I, I do want to say, by the way, that I did really like your, I did see, I finally caught up on your season of Real Housewives of London. Well, what is it called? Because like, you guys don't say Housewives in London. Say like Cottage Brides or something? Yes, we're the, we're the authentic Cottage Brides of London town. <laughs> and, yeah. um, because, you know, we have these brides, these, these ladies that they got the little cottages out in the Cotswolds and what have you. But, you know, it's right. quite far from London, actually. 
Isle of Wight, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so you know, it's um, it was it was a good season. Um, it was not renewed. It was canceled. Um, apparently, the other women don't love drama. I'm like, what? Right, TV- sort of supposed to be the whole thing. Well, on, I, so exactly. Well, on TV, we're supposed to be yelling, screaming, pretending to be philanthropists, things of that nature. Right, but also, I think that you mistook what philanthropist means because what you were doing on that show yeah you you were pretending to be a foot doctor which actually is illegal Mm -hmm. i'm pretty i mean i don't know the laws of britain but i'm pretty sure that it is also illegal there so i kind of thought you know it's television we're creating story we're having fun but they said that i did deliberately mislead a couple of people that had fallen arches and they wanted some kind of, you know, orthopedic insert and that I, I led them to believe that I could do that. And in fact, in fact, I just put a sweet potato in a shoe and sewed it up. <laughs> and so, you know, I guess I, I have a lawsuit still ongoing. Yeah. We're still fighting it, but it's, it, we should settle it shortly. Yeah. Well, I know that yams are in short supply right now over there too. Because but, I put um... them in the jello mold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. You use a lot in the jello molds. Um uh, well, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm I'm sort of uh uh you know, I did make it across the border to Canada, oh. you know, where I was treated for my pig COVID, uh, oh my because God. they have socialized veterinary medicine here. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um and I you know, sort of my plan was to visit uh Brett Bilkerson, you know, who played Miss Thickness on the show. And uh, visit her little ranch where she, you know, tutors and mentors children. Um, unfortunately, uh, I was sort of sort of taken off track uh, when I was, I guess, no other way to say it, taken on by a family of bears. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, the bears are big up here. And I, mm. I had a collision with a maple tree due to a sledding accident um and that got so much sap on me yeah that the bears sort of fell in love with me i guess you know as another they sort of you know another time that i've sort of been blindsided like the movie not like you know with sandra bullock but i do think that maybe you perhaps and just you know i'm throwing this out here that you should not um i don't know become one with a with a group of animals again well, no, and I do hear that. I do hear that yeah, you know, my my psychiatrist, uh, Barry Barrison, says mm-hmm. that um, I am sort of forming these weird connections to animals that don't actually exist, yes. you know, and that, that they're not actually speaking. But, you know, I think the sounds are pretty close. But, you know, I think, you know, I think that this is... I think this would make a great documentary, frankly. The the friendship that I form with these bears and the way that I'm able to live among you them. You should be careful with that because I, I, I think... Someone attempted that previously, and I believe it did not end well. I think he had a bad friendship breakup. Oh, yeah. I, well, you know, we know about that, of course. We, we've had that several times over the course of this, uh, this podcast. But Yes, I think... So, you know, I, that, that's nothing really new to me. really bad. I think the film is called Grizzly Man. I don't, I don't know that one, but the, mine, will be, mine will be, like, fun. Mine will be, like, a fun, uplifting sort of look at that. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's funny because the, the, the way that the sap hit me was sort of on my shirt, sort of my breast pocket area. And so I think that they think that I lactate maple syrup. That's understandable. And so, yeah. And so I think that's sort of how they are connecting to me and sort of, they think I'm their mommy. 
or, you know, some sort of syrup mummy to them. A syrup mummy of sorts, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so that is that is the name of the um, documentary, uh, Syrup Mummy. I'm and, not um, sure of that title. I mean, I do think it will curate a lot of interest. I'm not sure if they will be happy to see that it is actually about a man living with bears and not some sort of um, cummy situation. Well, the the I will say that the uh, the bears are sort of it's a hard community of bears. It's sort of a gutter punk sort of community of bears, and so a, a sort of another title I've been working on, just sort of based on some of their drug uses, cocaine bears. Oh yes, yes, yes. There is a, a yeah. film that will be highlighting the life of cocaine bear coming out soon. Oh, that they're doing that one too. I, I'm I'm fearing that there aren't very many original stories about bears for you to for you to get creative with this. I, I think you have to turn your back on the bears, to be honest with you. Please don't say that too loud because the bears will hear that. Um and well, what are they gonna do? Come to London? Yeah, all right. Uh, no, no, I'm sh- I'm sure that they won't. I mean they did I did give them your address because I'm sort of asking for directions for you know how to get over there and so the bears do have your address I, again but... would really 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 rather not that happen the bears have your address i mean that's too late they have it but uh, all of it you know, i wouldn't be worried of, about every it. part of that is not something that i i approve of frankly letty you sound crazy frankly. I, mean, I, know, I know you shouldn't say that to a woman but you sound crazy being worried that a bear is gonna make some sort of transatlantic travel to your house i'm sorry have you ever met you know mr uh what's that bear's name corduroy jones or whatever his name is paddington yes <laughs> have you ever met him i've never met him no i know he loved marmalade which is sort of like my syrup bear i'm just saying i'm warning you i, I think you're heading down a dangerous path with these bears I'm not, don't worry, I'm not planning on staying here long. I, I am trying to get to visit you in, in London town, uh, you know. If you, before... I swear to God, if you bring bears with you. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. That's, I'm not, I'm not at all bringing bears with me. I, I, they, they know where I'm coming and, and they will be mad if I turn my back on them and they, you know, God help us if they figure out how to map it and get there. Um, but I'm not worried about that. Oh, okay. All right. Why would that happen? And why would Spider, the guy who I witnessed do a murder, who has your address, come looking for me there? And why would my high high school rivals from the play? Why why would they come here? The wolves, of course, have my scent at all times. Um, This is is really uh, making me fear that I have to move. I I mean, (laughs) where do I have to go? Wales? (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Please don't. Um, Well, just shoot me your new address if you do. I don't think so at this point. But anyway, I mean, is there even is there even a podcast today? Yeah. um, Well, we don't. So far, our guest our guest has not showed up. um, So surprise, uh, surprise! We can't yet. We can't even at this point get a guest. Letty, I've gotten this great guest. I had Solomon Buckton, both uh, two Solomon Buckton. Yes, and the one was a huge disappointment. <laughs> well, the other one was a grip on the show, and he was very nice. Oh my goodness! And then you had the, you know, the the food man. Oh, the the craft service. I thought you guys liked each other. He's rather annoying. 
Oh wow! Okay, the tables have turned then between you guys. He's just I thought you guys writing letters off. to me, and um, he can't spell. He can't. Spell. That that doesn't surprise me. Yes, he keeps saying, "Let me come over," but it's C U M. No, that see that made me laugh. That didn't make you laugh. Oh, no, I'm like literature much. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah, that's true. He is sort of, all of his charm is sort of spoken, you know. When he does his poems out loud, you're like, great. But when you see him written down, you're like, what is this? Well, so there's no guest for the evening. There's no, it doesn't look like there's going to be a guest unless they show up on the Zoom. So, uh, so what if, what if we just hop right in? I'll just, I'll just play the, uh, I'll just play the theme song. And then, um, can you just tell me, um... I think we're, I forget what streaming service we were on last week, but can you tell me what we're on now? Because it seems like we move every week. See, we're, we are on Univision. Oh, the, um, isn't that a Spanish language? The, uh, Las Programas Españoles. That's right. I always forget that you, um, you are one of uh, this nation, well, not this nation's, but another nation's uh, great Hispanics. That is correct. And I, I yeah. did, of course summer in the city of Matanzas, Cuba. Okay. I, you know, had a dalliance with a very sexy man there who, um, you know, may or may not have been a descendant of Ricky Ricardo. Oh, wow. It wasn't little Ricky. Um, well, I I thought he was rather medium sized. Okay, so it might have been medium. Yeah, medium Ricky. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, well, I just found Univision and logged in, so uh, let me just play the theme song. Let's see. Fanny Falls Demon Hunter. Oh, this is, what is it? Can you translate this for me? What is it called in Spanish, Fanny Falls Demon Hunter? It's called Fanny Falls, <laughs> uh, the Hunter of Demonios. Oh, yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the theme song, and then we'll get started. Univision presenta una producción de Televisa. Oh, you know what? It's called Fanny Falls. Conio de Demonio. (laughs) I think that's a good thing. Fanny Pack, welcome into Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, the podcast. Uh, Letty, welcome to you. Uh, Happy New Year. We'll cut out all that other stuff. Happy New Year. Uh, It's great to see you. Um, you, you, You're looking rested. Well, I mean, I have been um, on the vampire diet, so I've been doing a lot of sleeping during the day um, in a coffin, which you really should sleep in a cool, dark environment it does wonders for your body wow but going spending christmas in transylvania really uh yeah really changed i can't i can't describe exactly what happened but you know now i just (laughs) i just have no interest in going out during the day in the sunlight um 
it's almost it's so silly it's almost as if it hurts <laughs> yeah i see that you have like taped all your curtains mm-hmm. like you have like blackout like we used to do in college sort of where you yeah, uh, i have... just sort of like i th- i find that it's just easier for ha- having a peaceful peaceful home to have it dark yeah and then i also know that you um you sort of you yelled at a at a waiter for who for there being too much garlic in one of your dishes it just yeah, i don't want i don't want to smell bad you know i don't i don't like i don't i guess something just happened where i no longer really like garlic but you know i live in england so i'm pretty lucky with that because there's literally no seasonings of any kind here <laughs> that's true same with the sun frankly i mean it, you i know it's gonna I, be another honestly, two months before the sun's really out yeah honestly it's not that bad i mean the sun i've i've not seen it in ages to be frank <laughs> yeah right so um well how's all uh, your pig surfing or whatever you were doing I was not, I wasn't pig surfy, and I was, you know, was I pig hiking? Yes, I was uh, doing pig hitchhiking, where I, I, a, a truck full of pigs was very nice enough to give me a ride uh, across the border into Canada, and here I am, I'm I'm in beautiful, our, our great white neighbor to the north, uh, is that how you say it? I'm sure. I don't think we call them our great white neighbor. <laughs> yes, think, but, but you can. Well, they're not my neighbor. They're not the only great white neighbor I care about is Wilson. Oh, come on. <laughs> come, come now. Now, did I tell you that I actually I, I read last week for a, uh, a sort of a, a honestly, you know what they did with Joker, what Todd Phillips did with Joker? Yes. Uh, they're having me do that uh, for Wilson. They had me read for that, where it's like oh. a dark origin story for Wilson and why he doesn't show his face. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, do you know if they're still costing um for well it's it's a it's sort of like a one-man uh thing it's like castaway almost where this thing happens to him on an island so it's just wilson on wilson (laughs) it's not so there there's not an actual volleyball that they're casting but there is i mean i'll tell you this lady there is a voice of a bird that he befriends he he befriends a toucan okay Uh, so that could be I'll I'll look into this. Wow. Um, you are firing off a message on your yes, phone. Yes, I am. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. No, I would love to do. You know, I'd love to work with you. Of course, we wouldn't actually work together. I'm. You know, I, I would work with. You know, sort of a, a tennis ball on a stick. Well, know, I don't really know if you've been cast, so you know, you really don't want to count your chickens before they hatch or anything of that nature. So why don't we just play it by ear? You know what I mean? And that's that's not what you're firing off the email about, right? You're not. Uh, trying to keep me from getting this project. Uh, no, but I am being truthful about the fact that you've been living amongst, you know, uh, muchos animales. Uh, sure. As, uh, I think it's been very detrimental to your physical and mental health. I don't, well, you know, Christian Bale does a lot of that stuff, too. Speaking of whales, uh, you know, Christian Bale, he does a lot of that stuff where he lives among, you know, whatever sort of shitbirds, you know, he needs to live among to be able to play these monsters, you know. And he's a great person. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we all, hey, raise yeah. your hand if you haven't been taped yelling at a guy on the set. You know <laughs> what I, mean? I know you have. I know. I was yeah. there. I mean, I didn't, you didn't even need the tape. I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, it was on on Fanny. Um, Actually, on this episode it, was one of the more memorable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you were uh, yelling at an elf. I was I was yelling at an elf. We didn't actually have any scenes together, and that was sort of the problem. And I was yelling at him to fix that, which of course he's an actor. He had no 
control over that kind of thing. It was it quite was cold, bizarre. Coldly that I was mad at, but you know, I yelled, I yelled a lot of very hurtful things about the elf uh, community uh, to him. Um, that did not end well for you. A lot of hate mail. Yeah, um, and a lot of threats day. from mall Santas. Oh, you should. I mean, I still can't walk through a mall on Christmas time uh because they get they get very mad they tell me you on naughty list you get nothing you get coal you know um they sort of throw like like tinker toys at my head you know if i try to walk by they have children once they had a whole group of children a gaggle of children stampede me and i mean i'll say it beat the ever-living shit out of me um i'm so sorry that this has happened to you but it was a you know a bit of your own making well, I mean, yeah, I did yell. I did yell at that elf. That happened. Um, but, you know, I do believe that people should be able to move on. And just because they keep, you know, yelling at elves every time they they see. And, you know, in, in a way, I sort of think it's why I fought that snowman. You know, remember how I, I, do I got remember arrested this. for fighting that inflatable snowman in me and uh, uh, Thora's uh, yard when we were married? I, I think sort of the snow, the elf and the snowman, it all sort of reminds me of the same sort of dark period of my life, um, as does, you know, every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this but was, that's, well, it's over. Christmas is over now, but this is our Christmas episode. So the, this is our Christmas episode that we're going to be talking about today. It's called Elf Help. And, uh, you know, that it's some people may say, oh, it's weird that you guys are releasing a Christmas episode in like the middle of January. This episode aired. Uh, May seventeenth, nineteen ninety seven. It did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We we kept. I remember us all being confused by that and assuming it was a network issue. And um, Kobe said no. No, Kobe said this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to remind them that sort of that Santa is watching and Jesus oh, is you... watching. She kept saying Jesus is watching everybody. Yeah, it was when she kind of got involved with uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses and uh-huh. know, they don't believe in Christmas, but she sort of married the ideas of Jesus always watching us. It was just a weird week. It was. She was knocking on all of our trailer doors, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then when we would open, she'd ask about our relationship to Jesus and sort of give us a copy of The Lighthouse and uh and i know that it worked on a couple of members of the cast but um not me it was a weird no not you of course you're still not be me yeah you um i know you're you you took the death of uh, christopher hitchens really hard yeah um because you're you're such an you've been such an outspoken atheist throughout your your whole career and your life uh except of course for the times that you believed in uh, a father figure who was leading well, that's sort of a so family. different that's so so different because that's a it's a human person that is guiding you to a higher spiritual plane sure and that's which not, that's do you feel some, that has happened well yeah of course that's not some man with a white beard in the clouds you know <laughs> sitting in the clouds oh call me father father god and pray to me you know this that's so childish Right, but Heaven's Gate, uh, yeah. which of course you're the sole survivor of. So that's different because that's that's just all that was all about your um alien vessels, you know, because this is a human vehicle, but the soul uh-huh, the you're pointing to your body. Yes, yes, of course. Like this is you know, and and it's 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 being reunited with your you know your alien members, your your outer member, which is the true vehicle that you're supposed to be in. You know, so it's totally different. 
Okay, yeah, no, I do understand what you mean, even though you are making a very, what I call a very rude gesture when you say outer member. But that's that's sort of behind you that time, where you were you were sort of really interactive with the... So sort of since you've had your own family, you've sort of stopped seeking families like that. Oh. Families, with I'm putting in air quotes. Yes, but. yes, you know, because it's like, it's so hard to lose members of your family. So it's just best to make your own you know yeah physically yeah. make your own and yeah. do i like them better than my other families no no yeah though you would light up when you talked about your other families the cults i'll say it but um okay. but the when you t- yeah the cults but when you talk but when you talk about your your kids you sort of i mean god god forbid if one of them comes into the room while we're recording you know i usually i try to cut that stuff out i'm not sure if i've done it but well you know they're always asking for things yeah. <laughs> and in the other families you know we were given everything we needed a, a bread a day and and so you know there was no there was no need for anything else and nor did we actually have the mental capacity to realize that since we were being starved mm. so there's only so much you can handle when you have these kids being like i need to eat i need to sleep you know please can i go outside mommy you know well have you ever thought about how maybe you're like sort of their family leader the way that these you know sort of old men who Hmm. you know would lead these families and have sex with all the women in the group that they were like the leader of the other families like you're i mean you're not having sex with everyone in the group but you're you're sort of the person whose whose job it is to lead them to a higher plane you know well, that is an interesting thought that I, I didn't take that into consideration, but I suppose I could be somewhat of a leader. I, I could be called to leadership. For yeah. so long, I've always sought the guidance of of a strong human. And, and now I'm thinking, maybe it's me. Maybe I am the chosen. Um, well, all you need to give them is a crust of bread a day and just give them enough food to where they don't, you know, hallucinate. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they need. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't want fat kids, you know? Never. I'm in Hollywood. Too much bread. I'm in Hollywood. Come on now. Well, you're in London. Well, you know, I am by coastal when it comes to coast of the world. Sure. The coast of the Thames and the coast of the Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, Eddie, no word from our guest. Uh, so why don't we, and this is so typical of him, but why don't we uh, go into uh, our, our ad break and then come back and talk about the episode? Hey. I think we can do it, just the two of us. Uh, so we'll be back on the other side of uh, this on Fanny Falls Demon Hunt. Hey, uh, Demon Heads. Uh, it's your speaking old friends. Uh, yeah, speaking of, hey, speaking of heads. Is your head cold? Hey, true. Hey, true heads will know if your head's cold. There's only one place you can go, and that's our friends at Flat Hat. Flat Hat is the hottest innovation in hatwear technology. Which, as we all know, you know, hats are making a huge comeback. So big, people love hats people right love now. Love to wear hats. They love to wear them about. And Flat Hat <laughs> has the flattest top of a hat that we have seen since the Amish community. Yeah, yeah, sort of their promise is that you can balance a jug of water on top of your hat, uh, whether it's sitting on your head or not. And people are doing that on TikTok. They're wearing their flat hat and they're just just putting jugs of water on it. It's so funny. It's the flat hat challenge. Uh, They'll do it on their dog and everything. It's so funny. It has sort of a, some some sort of a gyroscope. I don't know the technology. Uh, you're you're gonna have to learn the technology for yourself because you're gonna go to to flat hats. Now now you're like, oh, I'll just go to the store. Okay, that's a little more complicated. You can't just do that. 
Yeah, Flat Hats is more than a brick and mortar. It's an app. It's an experience. It's a uh, store. A bit of a journey as well. And if you feel that you are on a hat-seeking journey, Uh then this is for you. Home is where the hat is, they say. Yeah. And uh, and so you do need you need to download the app. You log in. um, You can use Facebook or Apple. And uh, and then you sort of you make an appointment. You need to make an appointment. They will not see you at Flat Hats if you don't have an appointment. You can't just open the door. You can't just knock on the door. You can't. No, pl- no. And if you do, you know, they sort of the next day you'll come back to that store and it'll just be like tumbleweeds blown through it. I mean, they will pick up and move if they if someone finds them that is not supposed to be there mm-hmm. because, uh, well, I don't I don't know why exactly. It always just seems sort of. But but what I do know is you make this appointment. They assess. Um, I know I know the one thing they don't assess is sort of your head size. I think yeah. they sort of it's their job to sort of see you wholly and holistically, and then sort of feel what sort of hat you need and what size hat you need from there absolutely um so they sent us we we both did it we both had our our um our assessments done um i had to tell them you know a lot of my darkest secrets Mm -hmm. um and sort of and was um sort of my first test came back and it said i was a a, an sp a suppressive person um and your hat had to reflect that my hat had to reflect that. Um, but, uh, well, but also the sort of the thing about an SP is they're like, oh, we're not interested in you. We can't sort of make money off you or whatever. So I had to sort of go back and fudge a few of my answers and be like, no, I've never lived with wolves or whatever. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. That's one of the one of the multiple choice questions, you know, is have you ever lived among wolves, bears, et cetera? I said, I said no. Yes, yes and yes. You know, yeah, I know you did, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, something I know about you. But um, that's why I was given yeah. a very wide brimmed flat hat. Yeah, yeah, and it I'm does it does you. block the sun entirely, which which I know has been great for you. It's since good for your skin. Diet. It's good for your skin. That's funny because your skin has never looked whiter. Mm-hmm, but it's smooth. <laughs> your forehead's never looked bumpier. Mm, it should, it's, no, it's pretty smooth. I find I find it really it's cold. It's not touch. acne either. It's like you just all of a sudden have a giant brow. Mm-mm, no, you know? I don't believe so. I think that is just sort of. Um, you know, nature's way of healing your skin's many blemishes. I see. And the angrier I make you, sort of, the more sort of distorted your face gets. I think that you should move on to talk about your head is bad. So Flat Hats uh, is uh, is the number one hat experience uh, that you can find. in, in uh, This is in England and America. Yes. Both. Yeah. Um, so get the app now. Make an appointment. Uh, because at, at, at Flat Hats, um, you'll like it like hat. You'll really like it like hat. <laughs> hey, Letty, we're back. Uh, I'm telling you and the audience that we're back. Good, because I, I was busy. So I needed to rush over here and say, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were you doing? You're What? What were you working on? You were you were stirring something over off, off sort of off camera. Oh yes, I was just kind of stirring in this pot. It's um, you know, blood sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that that's big in England, especially. Exactly. So it's just sort of adding blood to a sausage stew. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know if that's necessarily how you make blood sausage, but I think then I'm experimenting. You know, I mean, hey. How will you ever learn a new recipe if you don't try That's it? That's true. So. That's true. And I am looking forward to your next recipe book. You know, I have the whole catalog. <laughs> um, I bring them with me. Have you sign them? 
But uh, uh, anyways, look, we're here to talk about a very special episode of, of Fanny Falls. It's episode 11 of our 13 episode run. Oh. Can you believe we're almost oh. we're almost done talking about the show? Oh, uh, tragic. I know, but this episode is called Elf Help. Mm. Uh, and it's an episode where the gang helps uh, and uh, one of Santa's elves get back to the North Pole. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it also featured uh, a, a guest appearance by uh, a very hot at the time WWF wrestler named Brett the Hitman Hart mm-hmm. uh, as the villain, the sort of demon of this episode, Crabbit the Kendall Quasher. Um, so, uh, and you, and how did you get, how did you find and get along with, with Brett on the set? I found him to be extraordinarily level-headed. He was a very calm, confident, gentle man. Yeah. But being someone who was so huge, he was just he was, yeah. as sweet as can be. Oh. Because he's got that Canadian temperament, of course, you know, mm-hmm. he's, hey, Brett Bilkerson isn't the only Canadian Brett that was on the show. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart, fresh out of uh, Alberta, Calgary, you know, um, he was uh he was he was our first scheduled guest for this episode and he was not able to make a sustained an injury yes, uh, of course. a car wreck with a man named bill goldberg i don't know what what the story is on that or why that happened but um suffice to say he was uh he, it was a lot of fun working with him he he was branching out into acting at the time he had just done a stint on lonesome dove uh he appeared on the simpsons as mm-hmm. well and uh and we were the next real, the natural next step for him so he's someone to look forward to in these clips i'll just say that <laughs> yeah i'll just yes. say that uh and then of course we had uh the elf who appears in this in this episode you did not like uh, that actor cardigan no and that actor and i did come to loggerheads a little bit mm-hmm. but uh uh we'll get into that sort of as the as the show uh goes on so why don't we just jump into the first clip oh, and then we can talk about it on the other side great all right uh here we go this is the first clip from elf help starts with uh you letty of course playing ophelia along with uh jasmine our, our witch and uh fanny herself the titular demon hunter uh, at a party and one of those field parties that all the kids in Chicago have all the time. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about it on the other side. Here it is on Fanny Falls Demon Hunter. So you guys just p- p- party outside when it's below freezing, huh? Listen, Fanny the Slackjawed Demon Hunter. You're in the big city with the cool kids now. Yeah, the key word there being... Well, you get it. Here, take a sip of this. It'll warm you up. Uh, no thanks. My Uncle Jasper got a year in the prison trailer for making this in his bathtub. Maybe I can help here. I know a basic heating spell. Hulk Califac Domine. Oh, that worked a treat. I haven't felt this nice and warm since... Since you and Nathan played tonsil pinball last week? Yeah, what was that like? A mummy? <laughs> More like daddy. You guys... Either my heat spell is working or someone is blushing. Sorry, Jasmine, but your heat spell doesn't hold a candle to the feeling I got from that kiss. It went deeper than my body. You mean your butt? No, I mean, I think I might love... <sighs> Hey, why is Brittany Brzezinski running out of the woods? Uh, I'm pretty sure Joe Mazzello pulled his favorite trick. Hey, you want to see my favorite tree? It's an Illinois hardwood. That's how he sounds. No, I think there's a demon. There's a demon in the woods! 
Dang it, I was just about to say that. Well, time to make the donuts. Brittany ran from this direction. What was that? Oh my God, it's Jason Alexander. No, I think he's just a really short guy. That's no guy. Gabe Gobble. Let me try a translation spell. Babylonius Pisky. Gable Gobble. Shoot, it didn't work. No, 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 uh, it worked. I just also scream gibberish when I'm freaking out. Okay, just breathe, buddy. You're okay. Is that whiskey? Can I, can I have some? Sure. We're actually just charging $5 for a solo cup. A personal check is totally fine. Hey! Ooh. Thanks. Booze is actually an antidepressant for elves. That's how my dad uses it. Wait, did you say elf? Indubitably. Normally, I would never reveal myself to humans like this, but you, you're the demon hunter, aren't you? How did you know? Let's just say I work for a man who sees you when you're sleeping. Ugh, do you work for Mr. Culpepper, the gym teacher? Because I told him to knock that stuff off. Santa Claus, Ophelia. I... I think this is one of Santa's elves. The witch speaks true. We're in our busy season, so Santa sent me down to Chicago to fetch him some pierogies to get him through the home stretch. Oh, I think the translation spell isn't working. It's pronounced progresso. We'll get you some beef and vegetable soup and get you on your way. Is she always like this? No. Sometimes her malapropisms are amusing. I have the pierogies already, but something went wrong. I borrowed Santa's sleigh for the trip, but it was destroyed. At the rate you were throwing back Granddaddy's old elf Prozac, I'm sure it was. No, Slayer. Don't you see? I'm being hunted. But who would want to hunt a cute little elf? The most vile demon there is. Crabbit, the Kindle Quasher. He feeds on elves' life force for sustenance. He found me and destroyed the sleigh. I managed to escape, but now he's hot on my tail. I don't know what I'm gonna do. My settlement grows. Fanny, I think if we ever want to be on the nice list, we have to help this elf get back to the North Pole. Oh, I'm out on this one. I'm naughty list for life. Yes, Oaf. We've all seen your lower back tattoo. Here's a picture of Crabbit. Mmm, I'm back in. That's a very muscular demon. Fanny, we doing this? Well, I guess it's finally time I did something for my elf. All right, there it is. We're off just like that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, um... I guess, uh, you know, the first thing I want to say about that clip is I, I really thought your choice to sort of mispronounce malapropism and sort of make it its own malapropism was very funny. Well, um, you know, accents are a very funny thing. <laughs> and a malapropism is something that people pronounce differently everywhere. I know, and you were sort of doing an Italian thing, yes. which... You- there was that, I remember there was that year where you sort of spoke in an Italian accent because you were dating uh, Roberto Benigni. I was dating Roberto Benigni, you know, and it didn't work in my favor. I mean, I was really mostly doing it so that I could be in his next film. And right. that didn't work out. He Death is, death is ugly. Death is ugly. It, his yeah. film never got made. You know, he didn't really promise me a role anyway. But I really thought I could, you know, finagle that. And, you know, this is right after the Oscars. But no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of um, 
criticism of the the you know performance of the elf a lot of people say that that you know why why does it why is he whispering the entire role it sounds like it was recorded at 3 a.m you know at someone's apartment but no all the sound was recorded on set set. i assure you yeah uh and uh you know a lot of this episode was filmed in in sort of the uh the northwest suburbs of chicago where they have more more fieldy type atmospheres elves do speak in whispers they do speak very very quietly i mean this actor did a great deal of research and that's what they told us yes uh yeah and 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 he I don't, I don't know. Like, I've never been able to verify that since. I've never read that anywhere else. But, you know, I believe him because he said that he went to Iceland that one time. Yeah. And then he started went... saying he knew Bjork. And, and I just thought, well, if you've spoken to Bjork about elves, I mean, surely, you know, you know what you're talking about. I mean, this is, of course, before the Internet. So there was truly no way to verify anything anyone was saying. But I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I going to doubt an elf? <laughs> I remember he he was like, no, I can prove it. Look, this is that dress that that she wore to the Oscars. And I'm pretty sure he was just holding like a dead goose. It was a dead goose. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, but that could have been that could have been the, the dress. I, you know, who am I to say? Well, the, the Bjork dress was a swan. I, I can't ID birds. You know, you know that about me. I can ID what, what breed of bird. Well, and none of us could at the time. What are we, the Autobahn? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Um, the, the, the highway? The society. Oh, okay. The birds. In the highway, the birds often get run over. But, you know, I do want to tell everyone, because fans have debated this before. And yes, I did get that lower back tattoo, for real, (laughs) about Naughty Lives for Life, you know. Yeah. It was a wild time, and I really believed in the show. Um, but it... It, it is no longer on my body because it was scraped off in a snowmobile accident where my oh. my back brushed up against a big chunk of ice. It was actually an ice sculpture. So, um, I, I you know, it was all scraped That's off. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I remember you, I saw your big Instagram post a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago to Jeremy Renner that was just like, oh, I've been through the. I said, I uh, understand your pain exactly because my lower back <laughs> tattoo was scraped off. <laughs> By an ice sculpture in a snowmobile accident, and um, he hasn't responded yet, but I'm sure it's just because he's recovering. Yeah, he's very busy right now. I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. Anything else we want to say about this first clip before we move on? I'm so not used to not having a, a guest here, but um... I, I know I, I feel that we should probably just um move along so people can get a better sense of. I really think this elf did an authentic job. You know, personally. Yeah. Just, you know, I'll put that out Definitely. there. Definitely. Um, well, I, I will say this just really quickly before we move on is that uh, you'll notice I'm not in any of the, the clips no. uh, here, uh, nor is uh, Miss Thickness, of course, Brett Bilkerson. Uh, and that oh, she is was because, so missed. Where was she? Yeah. Well, we had, we were we had a, a B plot together Oh, that's um, right. where we were sort of like it was sort of like we were we were figuring out like. Oh, wait, are we in love? You mm-hmm. know, which was very controversial because I was a high school student and she was a gym teacher. And then, you know, in the end, it turns out that we're not and that I, you know, have this scene where I think that we're having sex, but actually I'm, was, I'm having sex with the school mascot costume. It was a little Mary Kay Letourneau, you know, um, with with a bit of mascot twist, you know. Yeah, a big mascot twist at the end. Uh, I think I want I want to say uh telling tales out of school but i do think m night Shyamalan did script doctor this episode for colby mm-hmm. uh colby did this one by the way she she wrote and directed this she wrote episode. and directed this episode yes yeah 
Um, all right, so let's well let's uh, jump to episode to the clip two from this episode. So you guys have been helping uh, Cardigan to get to the North Pole, and you're sort of uh, teleporting through Canada to get to the North Pole because Jasmine can teleport just a little bit at a time. Yeah. And but then her teleportation magic runs out, so you guys are just on foot trudging through the North Pole, and uh, that's when this happens. Here it is. So Cardigan, that's an interesting name. Many appreciations I was named after my father. Your dad's name was Cardigan, too? By no means. His name was Card. Oh, so you're Card again. It's like our junior. I don't know him, but I went to elf school with his son. Junior again? Yes! Do you know him? Heads up, gang. We got a bogey at 12 o'clock. Oh my god, it's a centaur. No, Ophelia, that's just a guy on a horse. Okay, I have been spending too much time around Miss Thickness. It's a cop. A Mountie, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. They're total hosers. Okay, I have also been spending too much time around Miss Thickness. That's no Mountie. Tis merely a masquerade. That's none other than Crabbit, the Kindle Quasher. He will crush me. He doesn't know who we are. We just have to hide you. Cardigan, quick! Hop into my Delia's bag! Away! Evening, ladies. Evening, officer. I'm no officer, ma'am. I'm a Mountie. Mountie, Mounter. I'm good either way if this guy's involved. Ophelia! What? This demon's hot! Sue me! You're, uh, not from around here, are you? You got us. We're in town, just visiting our neighbors to the north for, um... The Calgary Stampede. The Stampede? You girls don't strike me as rodeo fans. Well, maybe this one. Thank you. You gals, uh, hoping to see Dwayne Danes win the big one again this year? Oh, you didn't hear? Dwayne Danes broke his back at the Provincial Invitational in 95, sir. He won't be writing this year. Ah, of course. How forgetful of me. Well, I'll leave you girls on your way. Say, uh, you girls didn't happen to see a little guy around, did you? Like a tiny, rotund, red-faced little weirdo? Well, Jason Alexander is guest-judging the stampede this year, if that's what you mean, sir. What was that? Oh, that, that was me, sir. Gibble-gobble, gibble-gobble. I make weird noises when I'm cold. I'm so quirky. <laughs> In fact, you should hear the noises I make when I... Miss, you mind if I take a look inside your Delia's bag? Could we not? I bought a dress for my friend here. I-, I know you may not be able to tell here in Canada, but in the States, she's what's known as severely fashion defective. <laughs> and what I have in this back is, well, it's a surprise. I'll see about that. Surprise! Ugh, the elf! Quickly, board the Kindle Quasher Steed! <laughs> Away, Steed! I'll get you, Elf! Alright, a very tense scene that you guys shared with uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Mm, mm. The excellence of execution himself. Like I said, he was a very gentle soul. You know, a very beautiful man. So it was quite shocking for him to be in such an aggressive role. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. uh, For me, because I didn't know wrestling. So I just, I truly thought that he was just a new actor. 
Right, yeah. And he, you know, he does sort of sound like a new actor. You know, he does. He never, let's just say his acting career never really took off. You know what I mean? Not quite. So I will say that this, um, I I researched all this stuff when when I was preparing this episode because uh, apparently all that stuff about Dwayne Danes breaking his back at the uh, Provincial, that's all real. That's all accurate. Oh. Um, And um, we are to infer then that the character Jasmine knows all this stuff about the Calgary Stampede for some reason, but I don't know. That's fascinating. It's fascinating that um, Colby also knew that to write that in, you know? Right, yeah. It really makes yeah. me think if she had some sort of Canadian fascination at the time. I wasn't, wasn't you know, allowed to know much about her, her personal life. And whenever I asked, you know, how are you? She would throw something at me and say, you know, you were to be, you were to, um, not to speak unless you were spoken to. That's what she would say, yes. Right, right. it's sort of, I know that, uh, I sort of saw you as you were trying to remember what she said, you sort of looked down at your arm because she used to make you write it on your arm and it sort of scarred. The Pavlovian sort of, I go, oh, what was it? Oh, there it is, yes. Yeah, because it's sort of, it's sort of almost like what, what Dolores Umbridge did to Harry Potter, mm. where uh, it's you made you write, yeah, I will, I will speak, I will not speak unless spoken to until you now still have scar tissue i know in fact when one of your one of your kids uh sort of inherited it and sort of came out with it on their arm i mean yeah but i don't really understand why or what that's about and why when you touch it it hurts and all that kind of it kind of releases some sort of um spark of electricity when you touch it and oh yeah i mean that's winter so that just may be the static electricity yeah. that happens all throughout the winter tell me about it but yeah you know, i want to know like what was your problem with that elf actor who even was that uh, because i thought they were delight i'm listening to this and i'm going but they're, they're doing a good job you uh-huh hated them well yeah it's funny because it is actually uh an actor that we know it was not um, you know, we sort of use computers to make them look that small. They were not actually that small. Um, but it was uh, it was uh, Alexis Bladell. Uh, could not stand Alexis. Yeah, I could not, and I still won't watch Gilmore Girls because of it. Which is a shame because um, I'm on an episode. Oh, you are. Yes, I'm. I'm on an episode as one of the uh, Chilton girls. You know, one of the rich girls, and I run into her in the hallway, and I go, "Ew," you know, sort of a guest cameo. Yeah, that is uh, that does sound like you. I go, I mean, that sounds like you, poor. Yeah, yeah, that does that is. I mean, that does sound like you. That does sound like a perfect casting for you, you know. And I know that this was uh, before you um, had that affected British accent, but um, yeah. Hmm. Um, well, why don't we? You're really just pursing your lips and nodding well, at me. I'm just not really sure, of you know, what you're trying to say. You know, I mean, look, just because you didn't get along with. America's sweetheart Alexis Bedell or Bret Hart and I did you know it's almost like you're that's jealous so we sort of haven't talked about it but yeah me and Bret Hart also uh had beef um on the set uh I I was very intimidated because of the The... sort of chemistry that he had with Thora and the big and all his muscles yeah I mean the bigness of his muscles we adored him I at the time especially if I tried to make a muscle it's sort of like in a cartoon where it was sort of just dropped yeah. under and which was helpful for carrying bags or whatever. I could put grocery bags in there and that little crook, um, but not helpful to, um, I don't know, appear masculine. Or well, we would have or... Brett would open jars for us all the time. It was really so much fun. Oh, you guys, I, mean, I can see it. You're seething. You're still well, seething. 
that's sort of what it was. You guys kept saying, oh, it's so nice to finally have a man on the set. Mm. You know? And it and was! That, it was! Yeah, I, I know. So, see, I sort of thought you would have realized in the intervening years how hurtful that was. But um, Oh, I thought you were telling you agreeing with us now. I thought in hindsight you were saying, oh, it really was. No, I, I was trying my hardest to, you know, be the man of the house, oh. you know, as it were. I didn't see um, that. Yeah, and I, which you know, also I was uh, auditioning uh, for uh, well, I had auditioned for Man of the House, of course, which um, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas ended up getting that role, and don't yeah. think that that hasn't been a beef that's carried on to this day. Oh, I know, uh, he, still, he still tweets at you all the time. I know, I'm really worried that because he might actually have some pull in that Wilson movie, mm-hmm. and so I'm really sort of worried about that where they. One of the questions on the application, this 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 audition process had an application, uh, oh. and there was sort of a checkbox that was like, do you have any beef with any cast members of Home Improvement? Well, I, oh, uh, I, me and Tim Allen do not get along. That's right, because you, you sort of were part of his cocaine bust. You were the sort of the undercover. Yes, yes, and I, I did tip everyone off because, you know, he, he asked me if I knew he could get um, some hot cocaine. And <laughs> I said, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so I sort of, he, he feels that I let him on. And I let him straight to the police. I mean, but really, I saw there's, I just, I couldn't allow cocaine use at that time i you know i had just gone come out of the the family and so i i wanted to which one hmm which family was this children of the sunloom heaven's gate one Gosh, of the other it's ones? really hard to say it's really really hard to say but i just was very against that kind of thing at the time and i didn't like hammers very much so i already didn't like him so i know that you were in a cult called white lotus have you have you guys thought about legal action towards mike white you know i don't think it's worth it to pursue Mike White simply because he did not win Survivor, and I think that he will runner up though forever be a loser. I'm sorry, I don't care how many awards he wins. It's like, yeah, you didn't win Survivor though. Yeah, I mean, you know that. Of course, I was. Maybe we've talked a little bit about it before, but I was asked to leave Australian Celebrity Survivor. I know. Um because of some issues with the crew uh where uh, i mean i i it's sort of like i kept you know sort of stealing their wallets because i thought that like i could then use the money to pay off the other tribe the the other members of and the tribe to not no and you couldn't it turns out money i mean it's so so funny when you go when you break everything down you're on an island like that Money may as well be rocks and sticks and leaves. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, if we can't build a shelter with it, then we don't want your money. But um, and I know that you're told that often now too. But it's true. People people don't want your rocks and sticks that you. Yeah, are part of that is, of, you know, yeah, because I do try to pay for things with rocks and sticks yeah. and leaves because you know I do think that that's going to be the new sort of you know money is going to fall. You know, money the the dollar is going to fall. Oh, we the cliff. Is there like another? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we've talked about this a lot before. You know, I I could talk about this all stuff. I know. Isn't that so crazy? I just, oh, I just feel that we don't have the time to talk about your money collapse uh, theories and Bitcoin and all that. Okay, fine. Well, maybe on the Patreon. (laughs) Uh, We'll do a special Patreon. I hope. Oh, I hope. (laughs) Well, so uh, let's go to the last clip from this episode, then. This is, uh, uh, you guys have, have got away from Kravit the Kendall Quasher. You're you're almost to the North Pole, but then 
you just have to be rowing across the Arctic Ocean to get there. And that's mm. sort of where we pick it up from. Uh, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. You guys are... Let's just, let's just listen to the clip. Just, I think that, that sort of handles listen. it. My navigation spells aren't working. Your warmth spells ain't doing too hot neither. I always knew this is how I'd die. Stranded in the middle of the Arctic Ocean with two nerds and an elf. Never having gotten to make out with Ribbit the Crystal Mether. Crabbit the Kindle Quasher. Buddy, he could be Kevin the Kindergartner for all I care. Now I'm gonna die of... Ver- Ophelia, shut up. Okay, but just for the record, I was gonna say virtually a slut. Shh. Santa's workshop, we've done it. That's why your magics didn't work. As we got closer to the North Pole, they were overpowered by the magics of Father Christmas himself. More the vessel, we can complete the journey on foot. Sorry, elf. You can't sharpshoot a sharpshooter. Crab at the Kindle Quasher, you dare set foot upon the hallowed grounds of Père Noel? You gibble gobbler. Everyone relax, I'll handle this. You probably came back to get my phone number. Ophelia! I have no quarrel with you girls. Hand over the elf and you can go. Sorry, mister, I'm ready to go home. I like northern exposure just as much as the next gal, but this is not what I had in mind. Which? Take my hand, tap into the Christmas magic. I should probably tell you that I'm Jewish. Christmas doesn't care if you're Jewish, woman. Hit him with everything you've got. Ugh, Fanny, I'm at full power here. It's not enough. He's too excellent. Maybe I can help. Nice drop kick, Santa. Santa? Sorry, young ladies. I'll be with you in a moment. Ophelia, are you okay? No internal damage that I can see. Ugh. Is Santa Claus absolutely beating the reindeer crap out of a hot demon? Yes. Then I'm fine. There! That ought to do it. Are you alright, Cardigan? Right as the driven snow, sir. Thanks for the save. That Grinch can spike my punch if he thinks he can pull that kind of frankincense here. Well, I suppose I owe you guys a present for saving my little friend here. Oh, no, no, that's not necessary. I'm actually Jewish. Present? Well, actually, I wouldn't mind learning that dropkick. Oh, it's easy. The power's all in the back foot. But Fanny, I can give you what it is you really need. Or at least tell you where to find it. You mean to defeat the professor? That's right, little girl. In fact, you already have it. For you see, the key to defeating the professor, once and for all, lies in her mind. Me? No, no, get out of the way. Her. Me? Wow, and that's our big twist ending on that episode, is that something is in Jasmine's mind that's going to help Fanny defeat the professor. Oh, and it we're going to have to explore that. Oh, gosh. You know, and, and there's only two more episodes in the season, so it's like we really, right. really have to explore that. We're really going to have to explore that for next week's episode. Hopefully that is part of the plot. Um, but uh, I know that... Um, uh, well, let's just say who played Santa, first of all. Absolutely. Uh, it was uh, Jason Alexander. He, he had was. a very good sense of humor. He was great. Uh, and he was, wasn't he just a delight? I mean, we were joking with him. He's such a 
professional actor and he, he gave us all advice and he took us under his wing and then he was joking around and it was God telling us Seinfeld stories. He's so wonderful. Don't you remember having a wonderful time? That's so funny. That was not my experience with him. Oh. Uh, he actually... Um, we had such an intense beef on the set that Bret Hart actually taught him a number of moves to sort of do on me. And so... Oh, that's why they were doing that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he had me tapping out to the sharpshooter uh, within minutes. And uh, uh, I mean, minutes is generous. It was seconds. I, he, he He's a hell of a worker, Jason Alexander. And he really got that thing on me and I, I was tapping. Um, but um, he seemed like a nice guy other than that. But he... I guess I felt threatened by the presence, you know, I was threatened by the presence of the alpha male in Bret Hart, but I was indeed threatened by the presence of another beta male in Jason Alexander. It seemed like that was the case where you felt that there could only be one. Um, Of course, you know, I spent so much time being delighted by Jason that I wasn't really paying attention much to what was going on between the two of you. But now that you mention it, you... You were often staring in a corner, you know, staring daggers, silently glaring and things like things of that nature, you know. Well, you guys kept getting him to open smaller jars. Yes, because Brett was doing the big ones, you know. Yeah. Olives that week. (laughs) Lots of olives. Big olive week. I think that was sort of, apparently Colby said that that's like part of her Christmas tradition. And Mm -hmm. so she thought giving us the olives would put us in the Christmas mood. And we're like, this is a you thing. This isn't an us thing um you know even a christmas pickle i've even heard of but uh but no but... we had to find olives in a in a tree as well so and that was quite hard because yeah. they're really slippery yeah they are they were um they definitely weren't growing on that tree i think colby sort of just placed a bunch of jars of olives in a tree well um, yes of, of course she did you, you thought they were growing in the tree no, I I wasn't positive. I didn't know, but I I know that uh uh it was either that she placed them all there or one of the many sort of rodents that would uh, frequent our set. So one of the the regulars I called them <laughs> uh was maybe taking the jars and sort of hiding them in a in a hutch in the tree. What do you call that? A little cubby hole inside the tree? You know where the Keebler elves live? Uh, that you know that that's a cartoon commercial. Well, I I do know that. I'm going to find those elves because... You know that the tree itself was actually even fake. It wasn't even a real tree on set. It was plastic. Well, and again, I mean, time will tell on that, I think, because... It was a you silver know, the... color. Well, suffice to say, the elf community declared war on me, and I, you know... And that's to be expected, yes, yes. Because yeah, you it's... really were fighting with that elf actor and, you know, Alexis Bledel, but she she said that she actually could communicate with with the the elves that Bjork had told her how and you know she was quite an interesting actress really but I believed her 100% the performance is great I mean when you listen to it it's hard to believe that that's a little uh what's her name Gilmore you Rory know? Gilmore yeah I mean I'll those, those for it. blue eyes I mean yeah she might as well be elven as far as I'm concerned that's true uh that's uh Baz Luhrmann's next movie I think he's doing is Elvin mm-hmm. uh yeah starring Austin Butler he's Multiple gonna put his shoes on his knees yes that's actually the grammatical <laughs> way to say more than one Elvis yeah Costello and Presley yes. are my two favorite Elvin mm-hmm. Elvin yeah mm. uh well anything else we want to tell the listener about this episode before we get out of here I just want to say that I hope that this has reignited a Christmas joy even after the holiday, because that's what it did for us in the late spring when it aired. It, you know, it was a yeah. it was a week of 
of festivities uh, just remind you of what the holiday is all about and it's all about having strong men open olive jars um you know apparently and, and canadian mounties and things like that sure or having weak men who um you know aren't able to open the jar but maybe they just like crap crack it open on the counter and then just sort of brush all the things into a tupperware that was you know, a lot of have... broken glass i know but i used a strainer to sort of get as much of it out as i could true um and then now it's in a tupperware now you don't now you don't even need the jar now you if a jar is there guy big guy can't even help you with jar because jar doesn't even matter anymore jar's dead okay oh, I, yes you're right yeah i can yeah. see that your your tears are streaming down your face right now well you know that that was a hard week okay you i'm know sorry that this was... I, it was honestly it was a very joyful week for me that was a lot of fun with multiple special guests but no it's it's all about topher and his misery that week when he was in a horrible jealous way no you're this right this episode sucks Merry i mean this Christmas. episode sucks i'll say okay. it i mean backstage behind the camera in front of the camera you know that uh, this, this is not our best episode and it's highly rated i mean it's it's a fan favorite it's in the top three it's true it's got 4.75 stars on univision um and that's estrellas yeah estrellas quattro punto uh you know the rest Mm-hmm. um 75 um but uh this is not my this is not my favorite episode it wasn't a good time for me what i didn't have a good time watching it i uh, i hope that uh, i'm excited for next week next week is is maybe my favorite episode of the show uh which of course is uh the episode where they have to um go into jasmine's head and figure out what's in oh, there that boy. they need to defeat the professor <laughs> yeah uh so uh so why so i guess let's just sign off be on the lookout for that uh on our next episode uh but letty i hope everything's going well for you yeah um i really do, do have be... to go because the sun is coming up so i'm getting i know do be sleepy. careful it's like it's sort of i'm just getting tired you know it's weird and my skin yeah. is sort of like itchy by the window so yeah do you have like an air humidifier on because i see like it looks like steam or smoke up by your hand no it's just kind of like what my hand is doing at the moment i might be allergic to something you know who knows yeah i got i have to get that checked out we'll get that blood sausage off the stove thank you for reminding me yum 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 and uh to our listeners we're we're grateful for you uh for supporting us and uh and we'll see you in a couple weeks keep it uh keep it fanny yes keep it yes Hey guys, it's Andy Fleming, and I just got a quick shout out to the cast of this episode. Mandy McKelvey as Dora Ann Birch as Fanny Falls. Jessica Mance as Nutella as Jasmine Feinberg. Guest star Sarah Perry as Alexis Bladell as Cardigan the Elf. My incredible co-host Stephanie Weber as Letty Lamora as Ophelia Orkin. My musical the movie the podcast co-host Stephanie Smith as Brittany Brzezinski. And little old me, Andy Fleming, as Jason Alexander as Santa. And as Brett the Hitman Hart as Kravik the Kindle Quasher. And as your co-host, Topher J. And thanks for listening to the show and supporting the show. Two episodes left. Tell everybody. Fun dumb.